Hi, people. Welcome to the two hours early Push to Shout podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I told Skippy, hey, why don't we do the podcast at 9.30 your time? Because I was being all clever and understanding and was going to tell him things in his time instead of mine. But uh, I did it the wrong way. I'm kind of like a Michael J. Fox in that regard. So uh, everything's fucked up. And it's all my fault. Skippy, how you doing today? Uh, well, I'm all evening? right. I'm all right. I had to clobber together everything. Clobber. You, know, you clobbered yeah. it? Oh, man. Yeah. This is the clobber uh, cast. It Look is. Clobber cast. Uh, what, do you, what do you got there? That looks nasty. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> what is we'll it? We'll see. I don't know what it is. I haven't tried it yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like you're drinking tar. It kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Um, it's some dark thing. It's uh, very but dark. Enough about dark things. We're not racialist here. I'm pushed uh, to shout. Skippy, how you been? I've been all right. Uh, I've got a couple of video games to talk about. Okay, that's um, always good. That's that'll yeah. be a marked improvement over uh, the last. Couple yeah, of weeks. over the last yeah two or three weeks. Um, I have something to talk about too. So we are not lacking for content this week, thankfully. I uh, I started playing Doom today. Uh, yes. Okay. So you finally good. got it. It's good. And I finally you, got it at fifty percent. You rubbed off. it in my face. Fifty percent off. The price, you shrewd businessman. Because here a couple of weeks ago, I was regretting not buying it forty percent off. But I knew deep inside myself, even if consciously I couldn't figure out why, subconsciously I said, no, 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 no. It'll probably be fifty percent off in about two or three weeks. It was a very and calculated so, decision. I understand. it was. Uh, and so I got it. It's good. I played a few hours of it. Um, I don't know. There's not much to say about it, really. I, I have almost no complaints. I think the movement speed could be a little faster. Uh, I don't know. There's, it's, it's great. It's great. With the haste, when you pick the haste up, oh, that's sure, like, yeah. oh, man, I like the upgrades so far. The upgrades feel like, it, yeah, it feels like you're working towards something, uh, and, and it changes the way yeah. you play the game constantly. And I find myself using all the weapons that I've gotten so far. Yeah, um, yeah. The, like the ammo people. feels balanced. So that yeah. you have to use all your weapons, but I you don't mind because the they're all fun. That like gives you ammo if you kill an enemy, but whatever. Um, the same thing happened with me. I didn't use the chainsaw very much until I got toward the very, very end when yeah. it started to get um, difficult. Right. But yeah, for the most part, I didn't really touch the chainsaw. But it's, how far are you? Would you say? Um. I think I've played like two and a half or three hours. Uh, so I'm at like, God, what did I do last? I turned on the turbines to cool down the core. And then, and then the lady, the lady opened the portal using the, I watched her through the window as she controlled things and I opened see. a portal. She's very evil appears. looking. She's a very she evil looking very evil. Lady. That's a I don't know how people didn't realize. Too. People didn't realize that she was going to, open that portal she probably they probably should have because she she looks extremely evil um i think that should be like factored into um hiring decisions but maybe it's like <laughs> I, it's the law or something i really like uh discriminate based on evil appearance i really like the way the music like mutes when you oh. go into the executes and stuff and it's just a really good it feels really good that game's that game's really good um so yeah, not not much else to say about it really. It's you should play it. Everyone should play I, it. Oh, did you see the quake? I'm glad you're getting into it because it's the a quake great trailer. Thing. Uh, which one? 
the latest one, not the E3 one, but the latest one that actually showed gameplay. Oh, it showed no, I didn't see the gameplay trailer. It, it's really good. It, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, right. it looks it looks like Quake, and it looks super fast paced. It looks like what you would probably want out of a Quake game. Um, I don't know that you know E3 was a little like eh, I don't know what are they doing with this with like the ability. They and made stuff. it really look like an Overwatch clone from the yeah, way they presented it. It seemed like yeah. a direct rip off of Overwatch. The way that maybe this trailer isn't a direct response to that, but like they didn't show any from what I could tell any like abilities or anything. It just looked like an arena shooter with people jumping way high up in the air and 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 doing one shot kills with the the thingamajig and yeah it 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 looks really good um to me at least uh so yeah i'm glad to hear that i'm glad shooters are back that'll be the second time that my first impression of one of these uh bethesda published shooters was wrong yeah well speaking of bethesda though i do have one big complaint about doom okay so the first time i launched it the bethesda logo just starts to come into frame same freezes up and then it gets a little further, gets a little further. Yep, 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 I, yep, tried yep. To, I tried to exact same thing. I tried to Control-Alt-Delete. I tried to Alt-F4. I couldn't do anything. When I tried to Control-Alt-Delete, it just black screened my whole computer. Yep, I had to turn same it off, thing. turn it back on. Yep, and uh, so I, I disabled the video intro, and then I just waited. Because I read online, like, okay, you have to wait through that doesn't work. the black screen. <laughs> I waited, like, five <laughs> minutes, and you can't click the mouse or it'll Nothing. crash it. It, no, it finally worked. It finally got me into the oh, uh, really? main menu. I, I heard that updating your video drive yes. also helps. Yes, that was yeah. the first time in the history of time. <laughs> so whenever whenever anything goes wrong with a game where it like crashes on launch or something like that, the first piece of advice you'll hear or the first thing posted on any like help forum is always, uh, d- did you make sure that your drivers are updated? Yeah. Make sure that you have the latest NVIDIA drivers. And that but, has but, never ever helped me in the past ever. But at least it's it, it is an easy solution now with the GeForce yes. experience and all that shit. Yes. The the problem comes when they say you need to revert back to your old video drivers well, and see if sense. that works. But this okay. was the first time that updating my drivers actually fixed yeah. the problem. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's Doom. Um, it's a great game. Okay. I also bought Dirt Rally, which is the latest the latest sequel in the Dirt series from Dirt One, Dirt, Dirt Two, series. and Dirt Three fame. Um, it it kind of like so Dirt, especially like Dirt Three. A lot of people complained about it because it started getting into the like the dude bro. I don't know why I'm saying dude, bro, but it kind of does have that image of flat brim cap wearing fucking Jim Gana, man. And you're going, you're spinning around circles in the parking lot and shit, which isn't rally. That's, that's Jim Gana or whatever. It, it, it's drifting and all that stuff. Rally is like, I love go from point A to point Tokyo B. Tokyo drifting? Do they have trails? That? No. No. I'm talking about dirt rally, not drifting. Tokyo dirt drifting. Not Jim Gana. Oh. Just dirt. So A to B on a tough, section of, of of trails and tracks and all sorts of different kinds of surfaces like dirt and pavement and ice and snow and mud uh it's a simulator it's very realistic is there gravel there's gravel okay and I'm it's, sold. it's a very 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 good game i like it a lot um i've been kind of wanting a good rally game for a while now because i like the concept of rally but nobody's ever like like i said like with dirt three it's either it's either the rally courses are way too short where it's like you get through them in like a minute and a half when they should be like 10 minutes uh, or 
they just focus on the parking lot shit, which I have zero interest in. Um, so yeah, this is a very realistic thing. And the, the tracks are even like the courses are based on real courses where you can actually like, like just when I was playing it, I recognized it from the, the little bit of rally that I've watched on YouTube and stuff. It's like, Oh, I recognize this, these sections. Um, and it's got the navigator in your head saying like, like right four over crest into left two and da, 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 and you have to listen to it because there'll be like blind hairpins and stuff that would catch you by surprise. If you weren't listening, there's no like mini map or anything to show you what's coming up. It's, it's pretty serious. Um, and the best part is now my dad has the full racing wheel pedals and Oculus setup, And this is a VR enabled game. And it is incredible on that, that setup. It is so fucking cool. It, it, it's amazing. I, I can't even I would describe that. how awesome it is. Uh, Are like, you sold so, on VR yourself now? I'm sold on VR to the point where I'm, I think in the next coming okay. months, I'm going to spend an obscene amount of money on VR <laughs> and, and maybe Are you gonna go for the wheels vibe? and all that shit. I would probably go for the vibe just because just like, all right, I'm willing to spend a couple hundred to, to, to get the full experience. But because um, there's so much stuff that he's missing out on. Well, he's, he doesn't give a shit. He just wants it for his racing games. But there's so much stuff that I'd like to try that I can't because you need the right. controllers or the room scale. Um, but yeah, it, the main thing really is just the, the racing games are amazing on it. And, and there's like one, there's one destination in the game that in particular, Finland, where it's like really, really high speed and full of jumps. And it's really slick too, so you're just constantly counter steering and going over jumps, and it's it's it made me almost. That sounds sick. so exciting and beautiful. <laughs> and it was so awesome. I can't even. I, I there's no way I can describe how how awesome it is, especially if you're like into that kind of shit where you're counter steering and going around corners and stuff. It's hard as hell too, though. Like you have to. It takes some getting used to for sure. Um, but yeah, it's fucking awesome. I, I yeah, I, I'm sold on it pretty much. Uh, for that kind of game, especially VR is is awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much my week. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention I did I watched this last week, but it kind of has a relation to Rally. There's a I think I tweeted it a couple weeks ago. This is not video game related. There is a yearly event in Austria at a at this huge abandoned iron ore mine. The kind where they just they just dug down into a mountain and it's just like a big it looks like a quarry basically, um, and it's a dirt biking endurance race I guess uh, where people from all over the world literally I think there were like fifteen hundred contestants last year uh, they go and they qualify and it narrows it down to five hundred riders and it puts them all in a big group and they release them in waves of like I don't know. 40 or 50 riders at a time, maybe even more than that. And they you call them riders. I don't know what you fucking call them. What would you call them? Racers. Drivers. Well, you don't drive a bike. I guess you do. I don't know. Do you? Oh, you ride oh okay. They're, dirt bikes. they're bikes. Okay. That's what um, and so, no, no, I, I, the only reason I mentioned it is because I thought you were calling like race car no, drivers. Riders. They're not riders. So, they're drivers. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyway, they, they, they all launch at the same time and they have to go up these like really, really difficult hills. And what inevitably happens is someone up in the front of the group falls or gets stuck and everyone behind them gets, gets held up trying to get by them and stuff. And it is the most entertaining thing I've ever watched where you're just seeing, it looks like, so if you watch like their GoPros and stuff, 
it looks like a scene out of a, a war film or something where like they can't see what's going on around them and you'll just <laughs> see like bodies like legs and arms oh, and stuff, man. Like, like sticking up out of the dust and it just it looks incredible I'll, I'll link i'll link some videos after this where it's just like it looks absurd uh and and out of like 500 people i think five finished last year and only because they started helping each other it's oh, like wow. really really intense stuff uh so yeah, it's, do people die? No, <laughs> but they do get injured. Um, okay. But it's—I mean—it is intense. So I, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. It was—it was really funny to watch, especially like just the first few hills where I think I, I'm not sure, but I think that narrows down like most of the contestants like can't get over the first section, and it's just so chaotic because they're all coming at once, and it's just a huge group of people trying to get up the same little narrow hill. Um, very entertaining. It's called—it's called Erzberg. Um, and the race itself is like a Red Bull sponsored thing called the, I forgot what it's called, but it's a Red Bull thing. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend, even if you have zero interest in that kind of thing, I highly recommend looking up some videos of it because it's, it's, the, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I can't believe this actually exists. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for me. How about you? What's, what's been going on with you? You know, I got a lot and I'm going to smart. I'm going to start small and work my way. Okay. okay. So the first thing is my encounter with death. Oh. In this very room here. Okay. I was about to go to sleep one night and I saw a fucking hornet perched on my wall. Just chilling. Are you allergic to hornets? I'm not, but everybody fucking hates hornets. Yeah. And when one is in your room, that's awful. Yeah. So I try to get not the drop on it. close to death. Well, it's death. It's worse. I pick up my magazine, roll it up, and I am trying to take this thing out. And it flies out from under the magazine, stings all my fucking <laughs> arm, and then I am just flipping out. Like, I am, like, breakdancing on my fucking bed, like, whipping around with my magazine, trying to kill this thing. And then I run out of my room, shut the door, and wait for the dust to settle. So I come back in, and I see I perched on my lamp over there. I sneak up on it. I perch on the bed like a little, like, squatting tiger, crouching dragon, whatever that is. And uh, I wait for it to expose itself, and I start beating the shit out of my lampshade. And uh, I could tell that I hit it, but I couldn't find the body. Mm. And so then I was up until 5 in the morning, just scanning around, looking for this goddamn hornet. And then finally I found it under the lip of the lamp. Like... In the most inconspicuous spot, I finally found it. And so I found some Windex, and I just, I... The classic bug killer. I, I did some Holocaust experiments yeah. on it. I ammonia I see the was, Windex over there behind you, actually. You just do? In yeah, case. yeah. That's what I used. Just in case. That's what I used. I, no, not just in case. That was the that was the nuclear option. I had a... Uh, but I took it out. I was on a screen porch, and there was a hornet in the screen porch, uh, just sitting on the screen. And... It, I was lucky enough. There's a uh, there was a racket there that is electrified specifically for this kind of purpose. Oh man! And it's got little. That's great. It's got little metal bars going across. It looks like a tennis racket. And you press a button, and you can hear it go and like charge up when you press the button. Uh, I wish I had that. And and I just kind of slowly <laughs> descended on the hornet as it was sitting on the screen, and I just made contact. And then of course the screen is metal, so it just like 
and it starts like smoking and just it was very satisfying. <laughs> it was, oh, was kind of cruel that. and evil, but also really it's satisfying. It's not evil. It's a goddamn worthless yeah, insect. His only purpose is to inflict I just, pain. It, it looked like a poison. really, it looked like a really awful death. But uh, well, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I highly recommend those brackets. They actually do work. Okay, um, I'll, I'll look into that. <laughs> so anyway, that was the night before I went on a day-long, st- like day-and-a-half stargazing trip. Stargazing my little brother trip. is super in- Yeah, my little brother's super into like space Me too. and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all into Kerbal Space Program. That's yeah. what got him into it, actually. And then he started actually getting into like real like stargazing stuff. Yeah. And so... uh he was taking a class over the summer just to get college credit, um, like an astronomy class, mm-hmm. and his professor lent him like a heavy-duty telescope. Nice. And, uh, you know, it was the weekend, and he suggested that we drive out into the middle of nowhere, like in northern Pennsylvania, so like six hours north of me, just driving out there into the mountains to look at stars. And I figured, you know what, that actually sounds cool. So we did. And uh, we went, like, five hours north. We checked into a hotel and then kept going, like, two more hours north into, like, these mountain passes. Mm-hmm. And it was almost pitch dark at this point. And we got, like, a mile away from the state park that we were supposed to be at. Road closed. Oh. And that was the only path to the place. And yeah. then we tried to go around to, like, this alternate path. That road was closed, too. I don't know what the hell was going on. Uh, government the government The only detour... Who knows? The only detour at that point would have been five more hours of driving, and I would have actually ran out of gas up on those mountains. And that was one of those places. You know what? I generally think that there's no reason for people in the United States to own a gun, that there's no legitimate reason to have one. But when I was out there, I figured I have have no cell service at all. Anything could happen to me. Uh, there could be a fucking mountain lion, or somebody could just step over that highway divider with a mask and a yep. like hatchet. And <laughs> you know what? I really would have felt better with the forty-four. I, there are people who go hiking and camping by themselves, unarmed. There's no way I would That's be able insanity. to do that without a gun. I would bring a That's gun. That's insanity. There's just yeah, it is insanity. I'm I'm very familiar with the back roads of Alabama, and uh, you know I don't own a gun, but I would, you know, when I'm I, out I there, it it, I understand the urge. That's yeah. the only reason. When you are out there, you yeah. need something to yeah. make even you if feel you're, like you Even can... if you're in some amount of civilization, when you're out that yeah. far, police are nowhere Anything near. Could happen and you to just you. have to hope that you have cell phone range. Yeah, it's it's a little spooky. Uh, yes. But yeah, stargazing is awesome. I, I I do it all the time. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I was driving all around these mountains trying to find a place to like get a clear look at the stars because it was all in these forested mountain passes and you couldn't see much except for straight up. And uh, while I was driving around, I found the weirdest sights I've ever seen in my life. And it was a... There weren't many like houses and there was like one small town that we passed through at some point. But other than that, it was mostly barren just trees but driving through there's a church and a cemetery and this is pitch black the whole reason we're going out there is because it's so dark yeah pitch black of night this cemetery is low every tombstone 
has like a, a dim purple light on it. And some of them have like sickly green lights on them too. <laughs> okay. It was an entire field of graves lit up dim ghastly purple. It was fucking creepy. I have <laughs> no idea why someone would do this or Just why this would the, be gra- this the graveyard at night. It, it it was genuinely chilling. Anyway, so we drive up uh and eventually we just have to park like on the edge of a cliff with no guardrail. Uh and um there's wolves howling all around. <laughs> it's a real fun time. And, but this it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I could see the Milky Way. Yeah. Like the actual dusty cloud band of the Milky mm-hmm. Way. I'd never seen that before. Really incredible. There's nothing like that. Yeah, I've really been, uh, fantastic experience. I, w- I went on a six-day bike backpacking trip in like the mountains of like Iowa. Yeah, and uh, real high up. And when it gets night and it's a clear night, it's you can see it, it's a, it's astounding uh, <laughs> it the really amount is. of stars that you can yeah. see. Uh, another really cool thing that people don't realize about, and you don't need to be that far out of a city to really see this kind of stuff. Um, you can look up at the right times of, of night and see satellites. They're, they're oh, very yeah. common. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that. And I think it's so much fun to like look for satellites and, and watch them go across the sky. And I even have an app where you're like, it doesn't have all the satellites in it, but you can generally track the satellites and see what they are. And most of them are rocket bodies, but then there's like, like defunct Soviet satellites and stuff that, That's that cool. are just floating around up there. It's, it's really, really neat. I, I love doing that. So me and my brother, we got back to uh, our hotel. We were staying up there overnight. We, after all that driving around looking for alternate routes, we got back with like critical levels of gas. Yeah. If we had ran out of gas up in those mountains, I think we would have been actually fucked. Like I would <laughs> not have known what to do. Anyway, gas will be over. Interesting. Actually, I'd, I'd carry on. I'd carry on in your absence. <laughs> okay. Um. um so yeah, that's real life stuff. On the uh, shitty media that no one cares about, I saw I toys finished Master toys. of None. To- yeah, I love toys. I finished Master of None with Aziz Ansari. I underestimated that show. Um, I started out; it seemed like it was just a dumb ripoff of the show Louie with Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Um, where, except he's even more of a pussy, and it's less funny. I'm glad I stuck it through. It's not as good as Louie, but it's genuinely entertaining and. Uh, Eric Wareheim of Tim and Eric proved that he can be a legitimately good director in one of the episodes and mm. directed one. And it's great. Uh, so yeah, it was a worthwhile show, I'd say. And then, uh, okay, here's a video game on to actual video games. The toys for children. Yes. The toys. I know we, this is the toy unboxing segment. I know you've all been pumped. Um, just before we did this, I streamed, um, the new telltale Batman. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was really surprised. This is the best thing they've made in a while. Oh, really? It's the best thing since Walking Dead Season 1, easily. Okay. Uh, I, wow. I enjoyed everything about it, especially the opening scene. It felt like exactly what they understood what Telltale Games are strong at, which is the... Um, the kind of like detective part of Batman where he's kind of walking around and examining a scene. 
right. that kind of thing. Because it's more scripted than something like Arkham City or Asylum, um, it's able to make the actual detective work and connecting the clues more interesting. And that that was great. And one of the things I noticed about the QuickTime events, the QuickTime events in Telltale games are generally just irritating because they're just yeah. like a device that they use to get through action without having to program any gameplay <laughs> where you just advance it one thing at a time. But when they did the fight scenes in this, not only did they keep the choreography interesting, but it felt like a comic book in the way where there, there's these panels where it's like, wham, thwack, pow, kachoo. Yeah. Like each scene was one little impact and it was very well done. And more so than everything they've made, period, it felt like it had the production value to make it work. This was by far the most polished game they've made. Um, and that's, it's not like a fantastically polished experience when you compare it to most other They're still things using made. their shitty old engine, They right? still are. God! But damn. it has some noticeable polish applied to it. And that's really all it needed to make it, you know, um, you can tell that they put effort into it. And I think part of that is just because the franchise Batman is so huge that they had the money to do something like that. And, um, it's not something like game of Thrones where they can get away with just shitting something out because it's popular. Batman has been around forever and so you actually need a quality Batman product to yeah. stand out from the rest of Batman. There's been like, a lot of bad Batman products. Exactly. Too. People look at yeah. Batman versus Superman and they're like, this is terrible. And that that sticks with the product. Um, so, yeah, I think it's good. Who knows? It could just be the classic Telltale curse of um, they invest all their effort into the first episode, wait like seven months before releasing episode two, and then just shit out the rest <laughs> of the season. Who knows? But... Very promising start. The most fun I've had with a Telltale game since The Walking Dead Season 1. Very excellent start to that. Cool. Okay. Um, so that's about all the games I've played. I mean, I've played some more Terraria, more Rhythm Heaven, more Majora's Mask, but nobody cares about that. We've talked about that. Nope. What's there to yep. say? What's Nothing. there to say, pal? Um, no Man's Sky actually came out <laughs> last week. I was under the mistaken impression. Wait, am I no, wrong again? No, it hasn't actually come out. Still hasn't it's come still, out. It still Fuck! hasn't come out. One of these weeks, uh, I'm gonna say that No Man's wrong. Sky came out, and I'll be right. It'll be next week. Uh, okay. It it comes out. Well, it's complicated. Oh God. <laughs> I think it comes out midnight Tuesday morning. Um, but just a couple days ago, Sean Murray, the the director of the game, uh, tweeted. Sorry, uh, PC people. There's going to be uh, you're going to have to wait until the twelfth to come the out 12th. on the twelfth. Even though Steam has been saying it's been it's coming out on the same day as the PS4, uh, and <sighs> there, there's been a lot of people I've seen on Twitter and stuff saying, "Oh, you know, get over it. It's only a few days. No big deal. Whatever." Uh, it matters when you care about. Game. It, exactly. First of all, when you care about a game, it sucks just a few days before release to be told, "Oh, you have to wait a few more days." Uh, but also, this the 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 nature of the game being the focus on discovery and exploration means 
when when all the PC player base is going to be playing days later than the PS4 people, it's like that excitement of like all going into the universe at once and exploring it is kind of ruined, at least to me. Um, it just makes it much less interesting. Plus, on top of that, this is really bad. A retailer in New York, and I think some other retailers as well, started selling copies of the game last week, even oh. though it wasn't out yet. Uh, they just started selling them. And so like a bunch of people have the game. It, Kotaku and, uh, and Polygon just went out and bought copies of it and started streaming it on their sites. I mean, it, it, people have their hands on the full game right now. They don't have the day one patch or whatever. But uh, they've been streaming it. Some of, the, some of the streams have been shut down by Sony. Some of them haven't. It's just a disaster. Uh, and people, and then, and then, of course, the game itself, people are looking at it and saying, eh, you know, that, that it seems all right, but not great. Uh, it seems like kind of what most people probably expected out of the game, which is like, oh, it's just kind of a very shallow... Explore space, not much to do. Explore space, you can craft some stuff or whatever, collect resources, that kind of thing. But other than that, it's just an exploration game, which is what I've been saying all along. Don't don't get your hopes up for anything more than that. Um, I don't know. That's where, I mean, it still seems cool. It seems about it seems about what I would expect the game to be. But now I'm not sure I'm going to get it because it's like, to me, the whole appeal of that game was going to be like, oh, everyone jumps in at the same time and explores. And now game, it's like... I think that if the game was anything worthwhile, you would still be wanting to play it right now. Well, true. I don't. Well, that's part of it, is that like I was already tentative about the $60 price tag for... It just doesn't look like a $60 game to me. Um, but... I, like when it was first revealed, I always thought like, "Oh, that's a that's a forty dollars game right there." Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's it, the hype has completely worn off for me, and and I think in large part just because of the leaks and the delay. Just that kind seems of sucks. like one of the biggest shames about this is that it was so visually appealing that it managed to get as popular as it has. Yeah, I don't think I don't think this is like Star Citizen where if. I don't want to put us in... I know that all the lawyers have been listening ever since the Life is Strange debacle. But just for all the lawyers listening right now, allegedly, Star Citizen is a complete fucking scam with actually malicious intent, possibly. I still don't think there's malicious intent, but it's... it's, I stick it's an unintentional scam. intent. Yeah. I don't know. I think, though, that No Man's Sky... It it, I don't think they ever misrepresented that game. Yeah, I don't not, think not they majorly. ever overpromised either. There's some very specific things that people have pointed out of like, oh well, this is different in the final game, and I wish it was the way that he originally said it was. But we're talking about like really specific shit. Like, oh, he said only ten percent of the, the planets would have like life and vegetation and stuff on them, but now almost all the planets do. Oh. And it's like, okay, th- that's a game. So those are change. like decisions. Not, yeah, right. those are very small. Things. It's not like they intended to do this and then fell short. That's yeah. a, a decision. Um, but <sighs> seems like it got so popular because of the aesthetic appeal that people built it up to be something that it couldn't possibly live up to. People definitely did, yeah. Uh, and, and whenever you've got a game that's claiming, oh, you know, so many different planets and, and you know, the, the possibilities are in Bajillions of yeah. planets. And, and Bajillions I, of unique planets. Yeah, and it's true, there are. 
but that doesn't mean that the game itself is is going to keep you going for so long that you're going to explore a ton of planets. I, you know, I mean, it just seems hard. The best part about No Man's Sky, though, is that it's not a three-dimensional galaxy. It's a straight line. The yeah, universe to the center. stuff about yeah, that. You know what? The univ- you explore like a tube of the universe That's so down weird. to the center. And that reminds me of a Tim and Eric sketch, The Universe, where they're talking about the universe. And one of the things Tim Heidecker says in there is, if you put the universe in a tube, you would end up with a tube twice the size of the universe. And so you wouldn't want to put the universe into a tube. Well, they no did Man's it. Sky, we have a tube universe, finally, people. They did it. Uh, yeah, I've heard some really weird stuff about how like the metagame is handled. Uh, that that seems really bizarre and un- unappealing. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard about that stuff. What do you mean? I, well, just the fact that like apparently it is like a almost like a linear progression uh, instead of like being able to explore the galaxy. You're really just kind of making your way forward, and then like I think you actually I think there's actually multiple galaxies, and once you jump to the next galaxy, you can't backtrack. To the previous galaxy, like you oh, just really? have to keep going. You forward. can't go back. It just seems. I, I mean, this is all anecdotal information that I'm gathering, but like, it just seems completely bizarre. Uh, yeah, there's some really weird design choices that are being made. Apparently, uh, I, but yeah, the game still looks. I think the art style and the just the way it looks is still amazing. It looks really fun to explore and find the different kinds of planets and like there's cave systems and everything, but. Uh, the the fully randomized stuff can only keep your attention for so long. I mean, I had a lot of fun. I was one of those people that played Minecraft and would just like choose a direction and go and, and find cool cave oh, systems and that. formations and stuff. I and, love that, that stuff. Yeah, that stuff is, is really entertaining. So it seems like from that perspective, No Man's Sky, you know, delivers that 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 experience. But but yeah, people hyped it up to be something it isn't, uh, and that's kind of a shame. But I think the biggest shame is just that that the community experience of discovering the game is uh-huh. is just completely trashed. Um, that, and it was of just course, a disaster. Then what makes it even sadder is the reaction of the devs. Um, it's not unexpected, their reaction, but they said something like, oh, don't form your final opinion of the game based on this the early day one copy that's being streamed. Yeah. Uh, just you, why like, well, yeah, how you, much you shouldn't have to defend it that way. Yeah, and how much like, they always like it's fucking it's like people who when the beta comes out and everyone's trashing the beta, people are like, "Well, it's only a beta, motherfucker! It's coming out in a month. They they're gonna make bug changes and then it's gonna be out. And most of the bugs that are in the beta are still gonna be in the in the release. It's that kind of thing where it's like, yeah, it, it, you're you're seeing the final game. There's no way they're changing it significantly. Um, One of the things about my just to uh, loop back a little bit. When you described how you would walk off in a direction in Minecraft and just see what's out there to see, one of the things that made that so interesting in Minecraft is that you could then like tame that environment. That you could find you this could find really a cool... home or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you could find a valley with a waterfall in it, and you could say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna carve out my house behind that waterfall yeah. and I'm going to make a glass face that 
gets gets me this awesome view of the valley and I'm going to set up my home inside this mountain here and you know you could whatever you found you could then like turn into your own thing that's kind of the entire appeal yeah it's not just about seeing the sights it's about situating yourself in the sights afterward and no man's sky doesn't seem to have any element like that you're just you just keep driving through to the center right and along the way, you're just blowing past different procedurally generated planets and organisms and colors. Yeah, and, and that just isn't all that compelling. At yeah, the end and of the I day. think it could be compelling if if they had some kind of system with a lot of depth where you're looking for specific things, and it's like, oh, you find a planet that has the resource that you've been been needing desperately. Yes. That yeah. that could be that could kind of fulfill that gap. Uh, but, but what do you it need doesn't it seem for? Like, it doesn't seem, exactly. Right. And it doesn't seem like the game has has that deep of a system to actually keep you engaged in that way. Although I do think, again, from what I've seen and read, it seems like a lot of the people streaming it were just blowing through the game as quickly as possible. Like, oh, we're going to get to the center as quickly as possible. And so we're just going to do the quickest progression and not spend any Damn. time. And so, like, that's obviously that's a bad sad. way to experience the game. And so I think a lot of people were getting a bad impression based on that. Uh, but yeah, but the game the is trouble still is what else is there to experience than that yeah. other than taking more time to look at the sights yeah, and experience I don't know. the sounds. I, I, I think it would be worth getting at a lower, uh, at a lower price, but, but, but $60 you expect, you expect a lot more from $60 and it doesn't look like it delivers. Um, I kept forgetting that it was a full $60 product. It just doesn't, it never felt that way to me. It always yeah. felt $40 or $30 to me. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's are you going to get it? I uh, probably not. Um, oh, man, you were just saying last week that you, that I was definitely going to get it, but that was before the leaks, before Damn. the delay. Um, that makes yeah. me sadder than any of this. <laughs> that I, at least you I were mean, the gold I, I don't want to do the wrong impression. I liked talking about the game, but I was never, I was never <sighs> super hyped up about that game. You know the thing that the thing that that game did correctly originally was it debuted its trailer on the worst video game awards show in history, which is saying a lot. Uh, it was surrounded by garbage that nobody gave a shit about, and then all of a sudden there was this beautiful little indie game with a wonderful art style and a really I cool guess. promise. And it was this huge moment, and and I you could go back on my Twitter, and I was freaking out about it because it was like finally something out of all like a diamond in the rough out of all this shit. But then you know, but then it takes years oh, and years to develop. You're making me sad. Just, it just doesn't. It, yeah, it doesn't. It's not that it doesn't live up to what it promised. It's that it it became a mythos that that wasn't accurate to what it actually is. Uh, yeah, this isn't even a game I was all that interested in. <laughs> But it's a game I wanted to be good. Uh, yeah, I, I really wanted this game to be really good. And, and who knows? I mean, it, 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 here's the thing: people are still. It's not out. I'm still seeing. I'm still seeing people freaking out online about like, oh, it's a disaster. It's the biggest disappointment of the year, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't seem like that. It just seems okay. It just seems kind of middling and not not great, not terrible. Just kind of a thing that exists. I mean, I, I don't know. It's definitely not going to be a disaster. Will you get it on sale? Maybe. I, it it, just, it yeah. just depends on. Yeah. It, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna read reviews and that kind of thing, you know, and and, and just see what's up. Because uh, it looks neat. It looks neat, but not not necessarily cool enough. Again, like the thing about getting it on sale is that that would be after 
after the buzz of the release where what I was expecting to be the buzz of release where people were sharing their screenshots and saying, Oh, look, here's the planet that I started on. Isn't it cool? And, and that kind of thing that, that, that would have added to the value of the game so much for me. And that's what I was most excited about is like the community aspect of it and sharing stuff and seeing what other people are experiencing. And that's, that's ruined by just a few people getting it and streaming it. And then it just, it's basically going through like a really slow release and, and it ruins all that buzz that would have been really fun to follow. Uh, so that's just super disappointing. I wish it, I wish it was released in a better, in a better way. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of reading reviews, I have not been reading the reviews for the image on this week's podcast suicide squad oh. it's out baby yeah red letter Fucking media just posted the a half in the bag about movie. it right before we uh, oh no i'm not gonna watch on. that no 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 i have been waiting you know for, this a good movie. for you too long yeah exactly yeah i am so excited to see this me too i can't wait i, I really hope it's as bad as i, <laughs> I am wanting it to be like i thought you were gonna God, keep going I'm... with the bit i thought you were gonna be saying that you know you gotta ignore the reviewers the reviewers are just they're paid off. No, 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 they're no. They're paid no, off no. by Warner Brothers, or not Warner Brothers, whatever Marvel. Ever since the beginning, since the since day one, when Jared Leto came out on stage as his trademark Joker, and he said, "This is how we were introduced to this Joker character." He came out on stage and said, "Shut the fuck up." Oh. Or I'm gonna fucking kill oh, you! Oh god, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Joker. And everything since then, all the fake stories published by Sony about like Jared Leto mailing sending a headless rats pig to Will Smith. God. And then like Viola Davis saying like I didn't meet the real real Jared Leto until he was done being the Joker. Um, god, it's I'm so excited. I. Ooh, I just really hope this is as as terrible as I want I haven't, to be. I actually, I actually did see the. I, I was about to say I haven't seen any of the DC movies, but I did see the uh, the Superman movie, the original Superman movie, and it. I mean, God, it was just really mind numbing. Uh, Do you mean Man of Steel? Yeah, that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, that was awful. Not a good movie. Uh, I don't think. Even out of morbid quick curiosity, I don't think I'm going to see Suicide Squad. Just, oh, I'm definitely Suicide Squad. It's just like from the impression that I get is it's not even, it's not bad enough to be so bad it's good. You know, all I like, need is Jared Leto's Joker. That's all. Apparently that is not Once a he's major, on the screen, apparently he, Even if he's on there for five minutes. Yeah, apparently he does not feature very prominently in the movie. I just need him to show up and go, ah, 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 Because <laughs> that's the very scary Joker laugh that he has. Uh. Oh man, what a what a character! What a card! I can't believe we live in this world where this scary Joker is um a muck. There's a couple friends that I have who uh, who were very excited about this movie, and that that couple of days where the reviews were starting to come out and the early screenings were happening, and people were saying, "Oh, it's it's not very good." The backlash that that got was intense. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people were saying the petition, the yeah, petition to take down Rotten like, Tomatoes Jesus Christ. because the review score. People, was people so low. think that like Marvel has like made a monopoly on the movie industry, and that and that like DC can't get its foot in the door because Marvel's holding them back. And it's like, what the fuck does Marvel have to do with Zack Snyder making bad movies? Exactly. Uh, 
Did he direct this one? Too? I don't think he directed this one, but it's. Okay, right. yeah, but Zack Snyder encompasses everything about what we've seen about DC so far. Exactly. Like, what a terrible really hard choice. And like all style, no substance. It just. Yeah. It's not even good style, though, which is the biggest problem. It's a style. It's a style, and they think that that's sufficient. It's um, a bad style. It is. It's a very bad style. It worked with 300 in. When did that come out? Like 2000. Fuck. 2006? Like, yeah, it was like from early 2000s. Um, that was ancient. That was one of the first, uh, like, big old memes. Yes, back it was then. a big was, old meme. This is Sparta. Remember that? Yes, I do remember that. I saw one that of those memes used ironically in the last week. This is Sparta? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. What was the context? Actually, I, Did you see this, I actually, this corpse? I, I saw it scroll by. I think I was checking Facebook or something, and I saw it scroll by. My eyes glazed over before I could read the text or anything, but there was it was the meme text over his face screaming, and the person who posted it and knew that it couldn't be you know tongue in cheek. Uh, people are still still doing that. I didn't so Boone it. Boone in the chat here just said the Dark Knight didn't even feel like Batman; it felt like some action thriller. I agree. Except for Batman with uh, what is, I agree. What does Batman feel like? I don't know. I mean, it just... It's... Exactly. Batman is nebulous enough and old enough and has been done in so many different ways that each new thing is like a new spin. I mean, I but appreciate Superman... Dark Knight for doing something different with Batman, but I feel like it didn't capture... Except for Batman Begins, it didn't capture... Batman, to me, has a dark... Should have a dark feel about it. Gotham City is supposed dark to be Knight like... Dark had that. It did, but it didn't feel right. I don't know. It, Gotham City didn't feel like the right kind of of fuck. That up is true. That it should I, be. I'll say that in the Dark Knight, Gotham felt more like Chicago than Gotham. Exactly. Like Batman Begins, Gotham felt like Gotham. Yeah, it was but dark and grimy and gritty. And everything else was better in Dark Knight. I mean, yeah, Dark Knight was really great. It was. It was great. It's a really good movie, but it yeah, is. I mean, I don't think I, I, yeah, I don't think that's a knock against anyway, those my, movies. But I do my think only they... point there is that in the Dark Knight, they like Batman can be done the new twist and still maintain something essential. Yeah. Superman, up until Man of Steel, where he just starts oh, breaking necks. There is no other twist on Superman. He's just the good guy. He's a really nice fella. He loves to do the right thing. He's the worst. And uh, Superman is awful. What a terrible character. He's the worst. That's, that's he DC's is biggest significance. problem. Like, DC's biggest problem is that they don't have any interesting characters except for the ones in Batman. They should oh, just yeah, stick yeah. to Batman. They should the just Joker Batman. and Batman are the two best DC characters by yeah. far. Uh, they should just stick with so, Batman. Period. Cause they, I read... Everything else is stupid. I must have talked about it. Um, this would would have been several months ago, but I read the Killing Joke months ago. Is that um, the is that the uh, uh, graphic novel? It's the graphic novel by Alan Moore, who I think you wrote, might have actually mentioned it. Who wrote Watchmen? I'm pretty well, sure maybe I, I did, was talking to someone else. Who but it's relevant it. now. Um. Anyway, Alan Moore is an incredible comic writer. Um, v for Vendetta. Watchmen, which is one of the greatest ever. And he wrote one story for Batman called The Killing Joke. And 
The Killing Joke is the best piece of Batman content I have ever encountered and probably will stay that way forever. Just beautiful. It's it's honestly incredible. It it's it's compact. It's not a graphic novel that goes on forever. Um Watchmen is pretty epic in its scale. Um you that is hundreds and hundreds of pages. Killing Joke, you can read it in a sitting easily and it is so well worth it. Just really cuts straight to like Batman, Joker, what they're about, and uh, honestly, one of the best. I don't read comics really, so I don't. I can't speak on this with much authority, but yeah. it seems probably like some of the best there is to offer there. Yeah. Um, really, really great stuff. I recommend the Killing Joke to anybody. That is genuinely fantastic. Okay. Cool. Um. What else? What's, what else is going on? I've got one other news thing. This I don't know if it's worth even mentioning. The Xbox One S is officially released. It's the slim Xbox. It's already out. Yeah. I feel so out of touch with video games. I mean, but it's not like a. I mean, who cares? You know, it's. it's, I I guess so. Yeah, yeah. It's only a smaller Xbox. Like it's apparently more powerful, but but not to the point of mattering. And um, I don't think it like maybe it. I don't know, maybe it outputs at 4K if you're streaming video. But other than that, I mean, it's just not really uh, anything significant about it. Is it actually uh, called the Scorpio? No, the Scorpios. So that's the confusing thing about their marketing, that they really fucked up in E3. Uh, oh, the one, Scorpio, the one S is the slim. Exactly, thing. and the okay, Scorpio is right. something different that has yet to be really fully uh, fleshed out. But um, the thing I was surprised about the Xbox One S is I was watching, I was watching an unboxing video um, oh God, the, that is someone, the worst content in the world. Someone unboxing videos. Someone compared the size of the the Xbox One S to the size of the Xbox original. And I was thinking, oh, it'll be like half the size, probably. It is barely smaller than the original Xbox, the big one, <sighs> the VCR. Uh, I had that. I had an original Xbox. I did too. It was, that was Yeah. I was thinking back because I saw okay, I saw a couple things. I saw footage of a uh, work in progress Xbox three sixty emulator. They've uh, made some pretty substantial strides lately. Um emulation is really, 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 I mean, I guess really, really hard. Last time I and checked, I think Xbox three sixty is easier to emulate. They're still struggling with the Xbox original. They are. Well yeah. it's also there's no drive. To make it happen on the Xbox original, because really, what else do you? What do you want to play exclusively on the Xbox that you can't play elsewhere? Exactly. The only thing I can think of is Jet Set Radio Future, and really, what's the drive there to motivate an entire emulation development project? Counterpoint: Crimson Skies. I haven't heard of the most underrated game of the last decade. Which is the problem? It's not enough to motivate an emulation project, but it's a great game. Anyway, I saw a work in progress of a 360 emulator and they have it running at like relatively full speed. It's terrible frame rate, but it's, it's kind of playable. Um, <laughs> I saw, I saw them playing Sonic unleashed. Oh, nice choice. <laughs> uh, that, that, that is honestly hilarious footage. A classic they got. Xbox title. His, his eyes, Sonic's, eyes and head are just completely fucked up and all over the place hilarious to watch 
Did um, I tell you about the guy who but, showed up? Go ahead, go ahead. I did a July 4th uh, weekend uh, trip to someone's lake house, and one of the people showed up. We've always had Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo 64 down there with Smash and, and tennis and cart. Someone showed up with a cartridge with a uh, SD card in it, and it had every single Nintendo 64 game on it. And it wasn't an emulation. It was like the real games, and so yeah, they weren't all walkie or anything. It was amazing. I want one now. Just yeah, to mention those that. would be really cool Continue. to play them natively. Um, anyway, the thing worth mentioning and the most recent development is finally, after much, much effort... They managed to get Red Dead Redemption. Oh, I, I'm putting this in air quotes, like scare shit. quotes. It is you could barely even call it running. Yeah, but they got it to display some images with completely fucked up textures. Uh. But they got it barely, barely running, which is it sounds like nothing, but it's a massive step. Um, um, yeah, that, from what I've heard of, like how it's of how it's made on the Xbox or how it runs on the Xbox, like Red Dead should be one of the harder ones. Um, yes. Like one of the it hardest. Has very, very, maybe the hardest. Because people are saying that like to port it to the PC would be a huge undertaking because of how it's yes. coded or whatever. It has very specific optimizations, even for the 360. Yeah. Like, the PS3 version ran at like 640i resolution and or six, <clears throat> I guess progressive scan it could do too, but... Um, the Xbox ran it at 720 uh, vertical lines of resolution, and it had some very, very specific optimizations for that console. So that that's like the ultimate test in 360 emulation, and they seem to be making a genuine crack at it. I can't believe we were dealing with 720p resolution yeah, back yeah. then. It wasn't that, that long was, ago. That was basically the standard. They advertised it in HD, but that was the standard the resolution Xbox games. Were the now. Xbox 360 had like an option that you could switch between 720 and 1080, but for the large majority of games, it didn't make any difference. Uh, yeah, I can't believe we dealt with that shit. Because 720, like playing a PC game at 720 would be a nightmare to me right now. Um, it, a lot of it's thickness. Being far away from the screen yeah. makes it a lot less noticeable. Yeah. Um, but when you do have a higher resolution game running, it it's almost it's, as noticeable how much better it looks. It's very noticeable, yeah. It's just more like acceptable if it's low resolution like that. But I I remember one of the first like super high res. I mean, 1080p is not super high res. I'm not trying to exaggerate it's good here. But like uh, Bloodborne on my PS4 on my TV was one of the first, like, 1080p baller-ass games I've played. And that was really something, to move from, like, PS3 to that. Um, really cool-looking. It was a real snazzy-looking game. Yeah. Um, a real sharp-looker, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the future, finally. It is. Now on to 4K I like, gaming. I don't need that, even. My brother-in-law has a laptop with a 4K screen on it. I don't get that. I and it's not a very large laptop. I have a 1080 on my my screen. My, my laptop screen is 1080 right now, and I feel like it's higher resolution than it needs to be. <laughs> so I can't even. I don't know why they would even bother with a 4K laptop screen. I guess because people like my brother-in-law would pay for it. You increase the amount of processing power you need so much. 
yeah. by having to support a resolution like that. And on and a laptop... don't get any payoff. Jeez. Yeah. But I, you know what? I'm generally pleased with how things look and, and play now. I just want some higher frame rates, maybe, and then I'm Doom basically actually, good to go. Doom is actually not running very well. Did you update system. the drivers, or did you just wait for the thing to I, go away? I waited until after I played it to update the drivers, so it'll probably help. Um, but even then, I like Have I you looked done at it like I haven't played it since I updated it. Okay, that um, was that was night and day for me. Oh really? Okay, so maybe seriously, I'll that lot. took me that took me <laughs> from about thirty average to ninety plus average. Like, oh really? It's okay. Honestly, I, absurd how much it helped. I was me. really surprised because I, I know it runs really well. I think it runs at sixty on the consoles, and I was yeah, thinking yeah. like, well, my PC is better than the consoles. It's only um, drivers, or unless you have a very specific to you kind of problem. It's the driver. I don't think so. Yeah, and I also need to lower some of the settings, probably uh, from the I, default I didn't settings. Have to. But I didn't have to. Okay. I had to lower them to medium to make it like playable before I. Updated I think that's the drivers. where they're at right now. And then I updated the drivers. Ultra, no problems. Really. Yeah, okay. It's, it was it's the drivers. Bad. I didn't have my FPS counter up, but it was noticeably bad frame rate, and like it would it would get yeah. worse in yeah, sections yeah, yeah. and stuff, and that's really bad when you have like a fast paced game like that. So I forget what it's called. It's not mantle. Um, what it's some kind of API that they have. Some it's not DirectX. They have some super specific oh, graphics. I API. heard about. I saw it in the driver. Yeah, is it is it Ansel? That sounds true. Uh, let's go with that. Ansel technology. Yeah, whatever it is, it seems to not just be complete horseshit. It seems to yeah. be an actual technology that's actually really impressive. Well, either way, I'll probably be. I'll probably be spending an obscene amount of money pretty soon on a new graphics card anyway, so that I can spend even more money on the VR headset. God. I think I'm going to make a jump. Vulcan. I think that's what it's oh, called. Oh, Vulcan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that, too. I'm sure I, yeah. in the chat that it... Uh, I was reading the Dirt Rally forums, and the developer said, what features would you like to be added to Dirt Rally? And all the responses were Vulcan, and I was like, what the fuck is Vulcan? I thought it was like some Linux thing. It's, Honestly, insanely impressive what they're able to do with that technology in Doom. Okay. Um, the performance for the visuals that they get out of that, nothing like it. Very impressive tech. All right. It it has always managed to to blaze the trail in Doom tech. Three. Uh, as disappointing of a game it was for the community at large, that the whole thing about that game was like how incredible the graphics were at the time. That was like the first, That was like the dawn of like the Unreal Engine being, like, this crazy thing that people couldn't believe. Um, I guess it was on Unreal. It looks like an it Unreal wasn't game, Unreal. they all kind of looked like that at that era. It was, like, the id tech yeah, thing that managed to rival uh, yeah. it, probably. They all had, like, that look. You know, like, that look of the... Uh, the shiny... I guess, like, the... Yeah, the yeah. 2007 to 2010 era of, like, overly shiny yeah. textures that, like, oh, they're trying to, like, emphasize the bump mapping of the textures, uh-huh. and it didn't look good. I never, I didn't even think it looked very good then. It was like, okay, it's cool that the computer can do this, but... Yeah, it's not eh. It's not looking... I think that one of the games that has stood up amazingly well is Half-Life 2. Yeah. Half-Life 2 still looks fantastic. The textures... The textures are the only thing that, like, really stand out as being like, oh, God, those are, those are old textures, but, um... Yeah, I mean, the, the Source Engine, of course, it's a great engine. I remember being blown away seeing oh, Half-Life yeah, 2 yeah, for yeah. the first time. That was, when I played Half-Life 2 for the first time, that rocked my world. 
Yeah, it was a big moment for me too. Game could do with this presentation. For hours, I messed around in the like the original Gary's mod. Uh, Gary's mod blew me away. Like, yeah, just spawning like, a bunch with, of like, enemies could, and and you could spawn like lights and like oh, yeah. change the lights and like look at the light affects the models God. and there's ragdolls and it's so neat. Yeah, God, those games amazing. Absolutely love those. And I want to plug once again, real quick. Um, Goose Goose's commentary on Half-Life 2. Um, if you've heard, I'm not talking to you because I know you have heard of it, but if the folks at home have heard Matthew Matosis, you've heard uh, Mr. B-Tung, you've heard these these jokers, these hacks who... <laughs> YouTube hacks. They didn't do it first. Um, that style of taking a very close analytical look at a game. I'm talk I guess this is less Mr. B Tongue and more Matthew Matosis, where he's breaking down a game piece by piece and looking at everything in detail. That was first done by Goose Goose. He was a like he must be in his forties now, because he mentioned being like really? in his mid thirties at the time that he made it, which huh. was like ten years ago. So uh he mentioned I I couldn't tell if it I don't know if it's a joke or not, but he mentioned being like a painter um, he's hard. It's hard to read him, uh, but uh, very, very interesting videos. Painters, you know what? Painters have a lot of time to think. They do. You know, you're sitting there just. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You gotta, you're gonna think about Half Life Two. And and what? Maybe record yourself while you're painting it. It's not like it makes a lot of noise. And what he thought about Half Life Two was was they were great thoughts. He uh he has these nice little names for everything in the game. Like he calls the uh the Metro Police. He calls them the Filth. Uh, he just calls them that, and he's got he, it's it's a great commentary. He did one for Half Life Two, Episode One, and Episode Two, and they're all great. Um, and they those videos inspired the the close commentary style of video. Um, so I think that a lot of Especially Matthew Matosis owe a lot to to Goose Goose, and it's worth watching how the OG did it. I can't wait to hear his thoughts on Half-Life 2 Episode 3. He will probably be dead by <laughs> the time that comes out. We all will be. Yes, yeah. Uh, the human race will have been the, uh, the, the 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 copyright's going to run out on the Half-Life name. No, 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 it's okay. Disney's still around. Copyright will be extended, (laughs) you know, a thousand years past the death of the original author. (laughs) Well, I think that's our show, Skippy. That was a show. It was a show. Um, It was a show that we are glad you tuned into, and it's a show I'm glad Skippy tuned into two hours early. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for watching, guys. We'll be back next week. Uh, jobless, much love, um, herb. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>